Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute. I am your host, John Henson. And uh, today we're going to just continue our uh, series. It's officially going to be five parts, I think. Uh, so the last part will be next week. Um, just as a recap, uh, we've told you how we build our websites, uh, how to uh, build a blogging system, and how to build a video library. And today I'm going to t- walk you through the steps of how to create an email newsletter. Uh, we actually recently did a webinar uh, on this a couple of weeks ago. It was uh, you know, in the vein of you know, how to continue marketing during uh, this pandemic. But uh, in that webinar, I actually walked uh, viewers and registrants through the actual process of uh, building uh, and creating kind of a, a standard email newsletter campaign. And that is what, uh, that's what I'm going to do for you guys today. So um, the, the first part is critical. Uh, you got to export your contacts. Uh, you can't, you know, you can have a really cool newsletter, but if you don't have anybody to send it to, it's kind of pointless. Um, the the nice thing about it is that it's really easy to export your contacts, whether you use Gmail, Outlook, um, maybe AOL, if you're still living in the past, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's, it is really simple. Um, you know, each program kind of does it a little differently. So really just do a quick search of how to export uh, your contacts in whatever email provider you're using and just follow those directions and you'll get a spreadsheet of all of your emails that you know you can do and um, honestly outside of you know some no reply or you know whatever like some just automated response emails um, everyone in your contact list should be added and get your email newsletter all right uh, if they don't want it they can unsubscribe and that's okay um, but if it, when it comes to um, a consistent marketing strategy, creating referrals, and, and all of that, having as many people on your email list that you have communicated with in the past is exactly what you want, all right? Um, on that note, that's kind of why I said anyone that you have communicated with in the past, you know, we, we haven't seen a whole lot of success in buying email lists and, and things like that. Um, and it's also a good way to get blacklisted by, you know, the, the newsletter provider. Um, but typically if it's, you know, people that you have communicated with in the past, with in the past, um, we have not ever had any issues with, uh, you know, people getting marked as spam or blacklisted or anything like that. So export all your contacts, get that spreadsheet. And now you want to go to um, one of many sort of email creators, you know, whether that's AWeber, uh, Constant Contact, MailChimp. Uh, I'm sure there are others out there. We at Spotlight Branding use MailChimp because it uh, allows us to create custom themes for our clients. And what we do with that is we create a theme that sort of matches the look and feel of our client's website. So now you have this cohesive marketing strategy where your email newsletter is almost like a miniature version of your website. And that's, you know, that's really important in terms of, like I said, brand cohesion. So we use MailChimp. Um, 
if you're doing this on your own, there's I, I highly doubt that you have the you know design prowess and the and the coding skills required to create a custom theme that looks just like your website, but that's okay. Um, you know, Mailchimp has a lot of pre-made themes. If you want to do something a little bit more, um, excuse me, uh, you know, design related. Or if you just want to stick with a basic theme, throw your logo up at the top, that is absolutely fine as well. Please do not think that, you know, having a custom theme is going to, you know, go so much farther than just having a, a simple newsletter. It's it's not really about that. Um, it looks nice, but, you know, it, at this point right now, just creating a consistent email newsletter, creating that expectation that people are going to hear from you every month, that is what's really important here. Um, so, you know, you create your account, you create your email, um, you know, you'll you'll upload your uh, contacts into the email provider. Um, you know, you're going to set the from name, which would be, you know, what shows up on, you know, kind of the left side of the email. Um, and then the subject line will be on the right side. Um, typically, we recommend that the firm name be the from part of the email. Um, you know, it, it just that's, you know, especially if your name isn't directly associated with the firm, you know, so like if your name is John Smith, but your firm name is called, you know, New Horizons Law or whatever, you know, maybe no one, maybe people will remember the firm name better than your actual name. So firm name as the from, and then the subject line should be the title of the blog. Now, I'm going to get, uh, you know, this is getting ahead of myself a little bit, but there's a specific reason why parts two and three of this series were about blogging and videos, all right? You need to have that content library built up so that you actually have something valuable to put in your emails. And what we have found is that one of the best ways to remind people of who you are and what you do is to put the, sub put the title of a blog that you're going to feature in the email as the subject line. You know, if your subject line is just March newsletter, like that doesn't really give someone the, you know, the onus to, uh, you know, open it up versus if you have a blog title in there, you know, where it's like how to, uh, you know, navigate custody arrangements during a pandemic. Well, if there's a huge portion of your audience that you did custody work for, that's going to probably get them to open it up and read it, you know, especially if they're trying to figure out what they can or can't do under under specific orders. So that's why, you know, the, the subject line is really important. And at that point, once you have the from name and the subject line, then you can go in and to design your email. Um, like I said, if you're doing this on your own, throw your logo up at the top. That's perfectly fine. And then you probably want to have at least two sections, maybe three, depending on how much content you have. The first section is just going to be a little introduction, like, hey, good morning, whatever, you know, provide some updates on the firm, any announcements that you have, what's new in the firm's world. You know, if you're working remotely, but you're still, you know, doing consultations or you're still doing legal work of some sort, let people know and let people know how they can get in touch with you. Um, even after this pandemic is over, it's still a good place for you to provide updates on your firm. 
Um, from there, you also want to introduce whatever kind of content that you are featuring. So if you're doing a blog and it's like, hey, in this edition of our newsletter, we're going to be talking about how you can navigate, uh, you know, the custody and arrangements during this pandemic or whatever is going on in the world at the time. Um, from there, you can also, you know, you can add in section dividers or you can just kind of go into the blog, you know, kind of get creative, design it however you want. Um, but at that point, you put in your blog, put in a paragraph or two, and then link it back to the full article on your website. All right. An email newsletter is a great way to drive traffic to your website. And from there, if you designed your website, you know, in a good way, there's more content that people can get there and, and look around, download, fill out contact information, whatever the case may be. Um, if you have a video, you can just take a screenshot and just insert that image and then link to the video as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. You know, that's really all that should be in your email newsletters. You know, it's an introduction, updates on your firm, a featured blog, and a featured video. That's really it. You know, uh, on our our designs, we have a sidebar where we put, you know, practice area, contact information, things like that. Um, if you can, you know, design that into to yours, that's great. But that's it. You know, I see a lot of email newsletters go out that have recipes in them. And I, I think that's just the most pointless thing you can do as an attorney. Um, you know, if you're listening right now uh, and you have an email newsletter and your newsletter has recipes in it, like, I'm sorry, you're just wasting your time and your reader's time. Uh, you know, as an attorney, you are not a chef. At least you are not known professionally as a chef. What you do in your own personal kitchen on your own time, that's totally up to you. But uh, yeah, no one's coming to you, the attorney, looking for the latest recipe for macaroons or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's that's our uh, belief on it. Um, I you know for some reason I'm particularly passionate about that. Um, I don't know why, but that's uh, that's that. So <clears throat> once you have that all designed you can schedule it or you can send it out immediately and uh that's pretty that's pretty much it just cr make it consistent you know once a month is plenty maybe twice a month no more than that really you don't need to send a weekly newsletter uh if you're an attorney i don't think um but this this piece in particular we have seen and we have several clients who just come to us and say, hey, I sent my newsletter out and I immediately got three or four requests for business. You know, I immediately got this referral. There's this person, you know, reached out and said they didn't even know I did that. And now I'm helping them with this thing that I talked about in the blog. And so it's a great way to, like I said, remind people of who you are and remind people of all the ways that you can help them. And it's a great driver for referrals. Don't listen to all the naysayers out there who say people don't care about emails, that email marketing doesn't work because it absolutely does work. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, stay tuned for the final part of our series next week. And that's all I've got for you. Rate and review us on iTunes and uh, let us know if you have any future topics you want us to cover. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Please visit lawfirmmarketingminute.com for more information. We'll see you next time.